We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The problem most men have is they don't know how to talk to women. This is Dirt and Sprague. You know what my problem is? I am not interesting. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. What am I supposed to say? I went to Magic Camp? I'm an accomplished ventriloquist? Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Oh, I am a 7th degree Imperial Yo-Yo Master. <gasps> oh, do me, Yo-Yo Master. I want you to do me because you're the Yo-Yo guy. The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Sports leader, 1080 The Fan. Thanks for being with us on a Tuesday, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. We will, coming up in this hour, get to the mail sack. Reminder, if you're just uh, jumping in your car and turning it on, we told you about a new text line yesterday. That's uh, not quite a thing yet. So 503-250-1080 still works. And uh, we're just going to keep it that way for a while. And we'll see whenever the new number gets here. We'll let you know and we'll change it all over. But uh, get your te- get your mail sack questions in 503 503- uh, two five zero ten eighty. So I did look at it during the break at Auburn, and I'm just looking through their football reference and the results. And obviously, Chiswick won the national championship. They paid Cam Newton almost two hundred thousand dollars for that title. Mm-hmm. And then Gus Malzahn came pretty damn close to having another one. Many people give Gus Malzahn the credit for the first one because he was the OC. Yeah, with Gene Chizik, and they hey, without that dude, they don't win that. He went to a national title, but it was the year before the playoff. They lost to Florida State, and they got hosed the year that they won the Iron Bowl. This was the one that pissed me off the most. So the year they, when Bama made it, they won the Iron Bowl. Their reward for winning the Iron Bowl was going to the SEC championship game. They lost a close game to I can't remember probably Georgia, but I can't remember who it was. And Alabama ended up getting to go to the playoff because they didn't have to go play the SEC championship game. And Auburn somehow got screwed out of that. And so I'm just looking through it. And, I mean, it, it might be as simple as what Marcelo was saying. Because if you go through the recruiting rankings, largely Auburn is finishing 7-9 to nine in the SEC recruiting, just in the SEC. That's not, not national college football. I don't, if you're a good recruiter and you, you really feel like, you know, Auburn's in a nice spot for the uh, recruiting bed, maybe it is Auburn. And this new AD, I think this is the underrated part of this stuff that we don't probably talk about a lot, is the athletic director hire. So they get this cat out of Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. Marcelo tells you, hey, he used to be a baseball coach. He's really smart. He's dialed into the personnel part. I believe he was a part of the leech hiring, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. And that's gone relatively well, right? Despite what, however you feel about Mike Leach, that's gone relatively well. Mississippi State is relevant in the SEC, I don't know how good or bad that is for them in terms of what the results have been. 
So maybe he'll go out of the box thinking with this hire. If you got a recruiter, man, like this was always the funny thing is Miami was always discussed with crystal ball, but always dismissed. Auburn was one of those underlying jobs that people would circle with crystal ball and say, man, crystal ball at Auburn with that. If you can recruit and you're a psycho in recruiting and you use the transfer portal well, maybe I, I guess I would rethink the Auburn position as as inconsistent as it's been boosters breathing down your neck and most of these coaches can handle that not everybody is Chip Kelly where they hate it a lot of people can handle it but if you get the right funding and you recruit really well you can win at Auburn and again with the expanded playoff you might not beat Nick Saban but if you get to win a playoff I think fans are happy with that now they want to see a a championship but making a playoff consistently would be something I would assume Auburn fan is happy with I would hope so. Dear God. I mean, look at your history, man. I know they've won national championships and they probably hang their hat on that, but this has been a very up and down, inconsistent college football program for 40 years. Six, six, nine, eight, ten, eight, seven, eight, exactly. twelve, three, eight, fourteen, eight, five, nine, eleven, <laughs> nine, thirteen, eight, nine, seven, nine, five. Up, down, up, down. You know what I mean? It's just down. like up and down. That's who they've down. always been. So you should be happy with college football playoff appearances. And, the, you know, I sent out a tweet yesterday. Uh, like, I can't wait to see who Auburn fires in three years because I think they're going to hire a coach. It's not going to work, and they're going to fire another guy, and they're going to pay another buyout. This goes back to me of firing Gene Chizik. You don't or, think or, Lane or, Kiffin me, would be successful there? Not Gene Chizik, but Gus Malzahn. Lane Kiffin could. I, I still have to ask the question, though. Are you leaving inside your own division? Are you gonna do, does Lane Kiffin want to do that again? He's, he was the guy that bolted jobs a ton. He's been at Ole Miss for how many years now? Three? Two? Haven't been that long. I think he would have taken that Miami job if they offered it to him. And you're just going to bolt it. you got to play Ole Miss every year. Now you want to be hated by Ole Miss and Tennessee but, but, when you but, go like, on the road. If, does Lane care anymore? I, maybe is he doesn't. Is he over I just, it? The Raider thing, the Tennessee thing, I, the USC thing. This he is makes, what he did early in his career. He jumped from job to job to job to job, and yeah. then he ended up on his ass. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, yes. But he's a smart enough uh, offensive coach to where I think he can get himself stable, right? He can He can go to Ole Miss, and he can kind of figure it out. I always kind of wondered if Lane really wanted to try the NFL again. But you've got rumors all over college football with this job stuff, and I I never know how to feel about it because it's my perspective. It's not an actual coach's perspective. Like, if if you take a Rand at Baylor. Now, Baylor's not having a great year for them. No. But, like, is Aranda upgrading himself by going to Nebraska? Maybe he is. The only thing you're upgrading is your financials because the Big Ten makes more money than the right. Big 12. That's it. But he's he's established a program at Baylor enough to go, to make you question it out loud, go, is that an upgrade? And I would argue it's easier to win in the Big 12 because you don't have to play Ohio State and Michigan. Yes. And for those who don't but, like... But you're in the, aren't they in the lesser division? They're, I know well, they're, they're going to go away I, I after know they're a year rid of them, But they are right now, right? Right now, I believe they are. Yes, they are. In the, they're in with Wisconsin and Iowa, Northwestern, Illinois. That's that half. And to the notion that, like, coaches don't think about this stuff, I do. Like, I, I don't I, – I, Lincoln Riley will never give us the truth serum on why he left Oklahoma for USC. That shocked a lot of people in college football when he made that move. I'm sure just simply moving from Norman, Oklahoma to Los Angeles was a big part of it. Los Angeles is a nicer place to live. I assume money and city <laughs> are everything there. But Oklahoma's got a ton of money. Like, if he went to them with that contract offer, I guarantee you Oklahoma's ruffling the – you know, digging, you know, shaking the coffers and finding that money to pay him. I think a part of that for him was, wait a minute. I got I got to go coach against Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Tennessee. Like I got to go coach in the SEC now. You think that was part? I of I do it? think that was part Honestly, of it. For him. I don't know if it was because that's still like two, three years away. So I, maybe it was just every about... time they play a powerful SEC team, they get their teeth kicked in, and now you got to play them in the regular season. You don't get the to puff your schedule up in the regular season and then get to the playoff. 
You have to get through Alabama and Georgia and Tennessee and these programs just to get to a playoff where you don't have to deal with that in the Big 12. The ironic part is the, the USC ended up leaving for the Big 10, but the Big 10 is nowhere near the SEC in terms of uh, depth and dominance. Like Mario's was pretty clear to me. Miami was willing to pay him more than Oregon, it and home. it was going yeah. home. Like Alma it's mater. a combination of the two, right? It's funny when we don't know. Like I remember when Gary Anderson was hired, and he went from Wisconsin to Oregon State, and everyone was like, whoa! Guy was just in a Big Ten championship, and you got him from Wisconsin? And then time happens, and what? What do we discover? He's an absolute piece of crap, yep. lying SOB, who's actually not a great coach, but that he gets exposed. And he probably would have got really exposed at Wisconsin if you gave him a couple more years. It's just we never know. It's hard. We, we project why we think they do, mm-hmm. but largely these people never share. Lincoln, I, I'd be pretty simple for me if, if, if it was Lincoln. Recruiting and getting talent is easier in Los Angeles than trying to get kids to go to Norman, Oklahoma. I, I mean, saying, he was recruiting at a top five level, though, at he Oklahoma. Was, but now he's in the pipeline of L.A. Like, he doesn't have to leave home. He His can recruiting drive class right road. now is outside the top ten. Well, yeah, let's give it a little more time here. He's got a quarterback and a wide receiver coming that might change things yep. for him and get the next Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison. So Signing days in a month. Where are you at, Lincoln? Um, <laughs> are you calling out Lincoln Riley? Where are you at, Lincoln? Recruiting? Like 12th in the country? Oh. I thought L.A. was back. I thought they were going to get every recruit in the country. I, I think, and, and they might end up in the uh, Pac-12 championship and winning the conference with one loss. Like, that might be year one for him. And so... I, I just, we never really know what these dudes, we don't know what is important. Like, we project everything that we feel about the programs. Hey, is that an upgrade? Coaches might view it as an upgrade. It might be Lane Kiffin is an upgrade at Auburn because of what you uh, highlighted. He might view Auburn as more viable in the transfer portal and NIL world. And so he leaves the Grove and he leaves Ole Miss. We just don't know, man. I, I think what we do is <laughs> we're speculating. And none of these dudes are ever going to tell us the truth. No, they won't. You're but, right on that. But the two best jobs in sports, the two best, are former athlete media member, because largely most of them go unchecked. They just get to hang on their laurels of, hey, I played, you didn't. Yeah, think of that when you're watching Frank Thomas tonight. And 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 um, and fired football coach in college. Those are the two best gigs in, in sports. The poll question was, you're a sought-after college football coach. You get offered all four jobs. Which one do you take? Wisconsin, Nebraska, Arizona State, or Auburn? Uh, Wisconsin is leading the votes right now. 37%. 33% said Auburn. 21% said Arizona State. And uh, 7% said Nebraska. So that's where the results are right now. You can go vote on that at Dirt and Sprague and uh, at 1080 The Fan. Uh, somebody did text in, uh, Dirt, do you have any fear in the back of your mind that Lanning's leaving for Auburn? I, no. I don't. No. He's not the kind of guy that I think would leave after one year. Don't but even do then, this. like, it's just stupid. Like, <laughs> I just will say this. Any, yeah. I, there was a Duck account that jokingly put up a landing to Auburn thing yesterday, and he was a like, this is a, a joke. <laughs> Please take no. He's like, half the people get the joke, and half the people are telling me to delete this immediately. And it was, <laughs> I was enjoying the responses. I, just, I, I don't care about – look, I shouldn't say I don't care. Every coach that's been at Oregon since Rich Brooks has had success. Your program's going to be fine. I don't think he's leaving for Auburn, though, so everybody take a deep breath. Okay, let's get to the mail sack. Uh, 503-250-1080. Get your mail sack questions in sports, not sports. We will answer them next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. World Series. I got a, a note on the NFL too. I wanted to get to. If not, we'll get to it tomorrow. A listener sent it to me yesterday. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, somebody asked Nerd, how many of those uh, pro? How many? I ask, how many programs have won three Rose Bowls with three different head coaches inside of ten years' time? Has it, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a good point when you look at Oregon. Ten years' time. Well, I guess it wouldn't quite be ten years anymore, would it? Because Mark Elfrich won one in fourteen, technically. Yeah. And Cristobal won one. So you got to go because uh, Chips would have been in two thousand eleven. So you're now in eleven years' time. But you're you're right around there. The point is uh, remains valid. Um, all right, let's get to the mail sack. Uh, here we go. What do we got today? Uh, and mail sack. NFL wide receivers get discussed from time to time on this show. And I was thinking, is Tyler Lockett of Seattle a severely overlooked and underrated one when it comes to that discussion? Yes. Uh, his coach would say he's one of the greatest of all time to do it um, after his game against the Giants, which I just love. It's so Pete Carroll. How about the shot from Lockett, too, where he said it's nice to play on a team where nobody wants the credit or something along those lines, paraphrasing? Yeah, I mean, it's been a whole season of that entire franchise just saying, hey, everything feels a lot better around here, and I, I wonder why. Um, is he underrated? Are you talking about as a one? Like, in what context is that question being asked? Because, no, he's not a one. No. I don't think he's underrated. Do you? How is he underrated? I, I don't think he gets the attention. I don't know. I, How is he supposed to get more attention? I don't, I don't hear his name brought up as an elite. Why, I, maybe not a number one, but as a guy who's been consistently good at the age of 30. He's had three straight over 1,000-yard seasons. He was damn near 1,000 the year before that. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he technically was kind of their number one before DK Metcalf got in because that was the end of the Doug Baldwin era, right? They were kind of shuffling chairs. They tried to go get a big tight end. Like, that they were, That was their route. So he's had times where he's been their number one wide receiver, and he's been a consistent producer. I, I think he's properly rated. Okay. I don't think he's underrated. I saw a Warren Sharp thing uh, where it asked, like, how does a guy that is five foot 
nine or whatever he is, 180 they say pounds. He's five ten. Yeah, give me a break. I stood next to him. He's tiny. Uh, and it was basically like, how does a guy like that last so long? And is he? How is he so durable in the NFL? Because he's now 30 and he's missed like two games his entire career. And Warren Sharp put together a video highlight of Tyler Lockett catching balls and falling down. He just goes to the ground. He doesn't take hits, which is, you know, sometimes brilliant, you can say, man. hey, get five more yards. No. He's like, what, is it worth it? Nope. No, it is not. I, he's brilliant. I'd do the same damn thing. He's a, he's a really good player, and he makes, you know, he helps open up that offense to a dynamic that they have, they don't largely ever have when you think of Seattle football. I think you hate Tyler Lockett because he's bald. What? Yeah. I think you got something against bald people. <laughs> I don't know why. I'd have any. I just shaved my head. I don't yeah. know why I have any. He got beef, man. People. He got beef. He's a, he's underrated. No, I think he's a good player. I just I don't. I can't say he's underrated. I think he's properly rated for what he is. Uh, mail sack question: What are the early leanings on a Civil War show bet? I, mean, I think I think we're going the song route again. Can we do the song route? I like the song route. We can do the song route. We can try the uh, the needle from the guy in our front door route. I don't know. <laughs> Like he, if he's there on a Tuesday morning, you got to you got to take whatever's in his syringe. During break, you're live on Instagram. We're gonna pay off the bet. We'll see how long we go on the show. Wow. We think. Uh, I think I'm gonna link some. Those were brand it's, new needles, by the way. Good for him. It's either it's either it, music. For him? I mean, it's good to use new needles, isn't it? That's dangerous to yes, use old clean needles. needles. Clean yes. needles. He had we, something we, going on on his we, legs yesterday. I don't know what that was. I went into the other door. I, I, did not, I actually yeah. asked him to move because my key fob hasn't worked on the other door. I said, hey, <laughs> I got to get through. And he just, like, looked at me. He took about five minutes to get up. And he picked up his blanket, held his needle in his hand, and I kind of, like, creeped right past him. Yeah, I parked and saw he was he was camped directly in front of the front doors. And mm. I thought, I, nah, I'm not dealing with that today. Like, directly like, in di- front like of our doors. I walked right up there. on a blanket, two needles, boom. Uh, let's see here. Uh, did you guys see the re- one of the reporters dressed up as Dan Lanning? For his press conference last night, he loved it. So nice to have a coach with a personality. I did not. See, I usually try a and watch it. Reporter dance dressed up as a coach. I, I guess. Yeah, I did not see that, but I do think that Dan Lanning has a good personality, and it is nice to have a coach that has a good personality. <laughs> Why do you hate Dan Lanning too, man? God, you just hate everybody. You're a reporter, and you're you're, you're dressing up as the coach that you're supposed to be covering. Like, could you just? I mean, that's kind of. Funny, could you just know? ask him to hug you? Like, <laughs> wow, who stole your dinosaur? Dan Lanning liking a costume is not the same as a media member who's supposed to be covering the program, dressing up as the coach. There's nothing that really ever comes from those press conferences. I mean, it's a lot of coach speak. And so a little odd. You show up to one in a costume on Halloween night. What are we doing? We're dressing up as the people we're covering in media now. All right. Okay. Fuddy duddy Sprague alert. Uh, Odds that Kenny Dillingham is still at Oregon in two years. Less than 10%. Ooh, two years. In two years? In two years? Well, he'll be the ripe old age of 34. Uh, I will say no chance. He's gone. Yeah, no chance at all. Uh, let's see here. Melsack question. I give you $50 million to remake a movie that you were really excited for but ended up being terrible. Which one do you choose? Wait, repeat that question? I give you $50 million yeah. to remake a movie that you were really excited for but ended up being terrible. Which one do you choose? Uh, remaking a movie that's going to suck? Mm. Not excited about that. Well, you're remaking it so it doesn't suck. Okay. That's the point of remaking it. The movie that you were excited for it, it sucked. Yeah. And you want to remake it. The, uh, oh, gotcha. I was thinking the other way. Star Wars, uh, when, so the second, so it's episode one. The I original forget. original episode one? No, 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 not. Episode four? Episode four. Episode one, when we got introduced to Jar Jar Binks. and That is episode one. That's what right. I'm saying. That one. Yeah. 
That one, you need to go back and start over. Huh. I do the alien uh, Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones, and that one just took a steaming dump over the whole series. Yeah. And, uh, oh, the Crystal Skull the one? The Crystal Skull one, yeah. You give me $50 million, I could come up with a better plot than that. I'll give you one way out of left field. I was incredibly disappointed. Cowboys and Aliens. I never saw Cowboys and Aliens. It was pretty awful. Yeah. Harrison Ford and uh, James Bond. What's his name? Uh, uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, just an awful movie. Uh, mail sack question. What was the most surprising and unlikely sexy costume you saw this year? My wife did a hot Velma from Scooby-Doo last night, and it was top-notch. It's from Pete the Jailbird. Uh, sexy? I haven't seen any sexy costumes. I, I live I in didn't. the suburbs, man. Yeah. Nobody was walking around as a hot nurse last night? No, every mom was a hoodie and a jacket on walking around. Actually, there were no parents really dressed up. I got actually got more looks walking around with a Mike Myers mask. Because nobody in the neighborhood that was a parent was dressed up at all. Yeah, I, I, the hottest ones were celebrities. I didn't answer yeah. the door, so like you Cardi didn't B. Answer the door at all, swag. Well, no, we went to. I, I went over to my mom. He's oh, anti. He's okay. anti Halloween. And so, uh, so no, my mom and 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 the wife went and answered the door and saw all the kids. So Cardi was, B was Marge Simpson. <laughs> I was approving of that one. I didn't see that. I'll have to. Look Kim that K one up. was uh, the blue chick from X Men. She saw. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, was it Megan Fox? Was uh, Pam Anderson? Wow. When you got good. money to spend on – did you see Miles Garrett, by the way, show up? We didn't talk about Monday Night Football at all. That game was horrible. It was awful. I walked away. It was 8 nothing. Tr- went trick-or-treating, came back. It was 25 to nothing, And I said, didn't miss anything. <laughs> uh, did you see Miles Garrett showed up as Vecna? And I was <laughs> I very upset because that. that was supposed to be my costume. And then, lo and behold, when you don't have ten grand to spend on a costume – Not easy to pull off. It's a very hard costume to create. <laughs> Miles Garrett put a lot of money in that Vecna costume, and I was happy. As somebody who wanted to be Vecna – I was happy that he pulled it off so well. <laughs> so, uh, sexy Dan Lanning. There you go. <laughs> so you come full circle. Um, Am I being a fuddy-duddy with this tape? I think you are a little bit a of a fuddy-duddy reporter there. dressing up as somebody he's covering? Is, it is a little I mean, it's odd. weird. I wouldn't do it. You're kind of crossing a, a line, are you not? Now, do we know it was an actual reporter though. or not? Or was it somebody that, like, works for the Ducks in some capacity? Would you classify TV people as they cover? No. I mean, they technically cover, but they're not a, they're not a. Uh, like if Nick Krupke shows up with a bald cap, yeah, and obviously doesn't paint his face black, but he dresses up like Chauncey Billups and says, "I'm Chauncey Billups for Halloween." <laughs> Is that the same as uh, Sean Hyken coming as Chauncey Billups? Because I think that's a different thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. I think TV people are slightly different than journalists that are supposed to. I don't, Not I don't that TV people don't have journalistic integrity. It's more like it's no. a slightly different. I view TV people more like our role. Like I'm, I don't view myself as a journalist. So I you would opinions. show up dressed as Dan Lane. I personally would not do that. I could, cause why I just, would you not do that? Cause I don't go through the effort to put costumes on. It's cause you're a fuddy duddy. <laughs> But I don't, I don't have a huge issue. Like, if somebody dressed up as Jonathan Smith and went to a beaver presser and he walks out and sees it and chuckles, I, I don't know. I, but I think bringing levity on Halloween for a stupid press conference that you get nothing out of. Literally show up as any other costume, and it's funny. <laughs> so any other costume so if you're, okay. Let's say you're a but beat the coach writer. coach is not okay. Let's say you're a beat writer, <laughs> and you're covering a team. This is, very, this is a very dirt take of you. I'm proud of you. Well, it's just, it's odd. Like, it, I don't know, man. I feel like there's lines to this stuff, and if you're an actual Let's see, what would have been funny if he showed up as dressed as Caleb DeBoer? That would have been funny. See, that's... I like your Dan humor. Lanning, would anybody get that, though? 
It's pretty obvious, isn't it? You just wear like a Washington, Washington shirt? hat or something. <laughs> wear a Washington gear. It'd be, funny hair blonde. It'd be funny if you dressed up as the Auburn AD. <laughs> <laughs> and they just had a sign that said job opening. You interested. But uh, I want you to answer me this. Okay. So you're a beat writer. You work your ass off to be a beat writer. It's not an easy job. It's actually nope. underpaid. It, nobody gives you enough respect. Very hard. You're a beat writer for the Register Guard. Okay. The Oregonian. I'm saying this not knowing, by the way, who dressed as Dan Lanning. I'm no just clue. throwing publications at you. <laughs> you work for the Register Guard. You're there as a professional. You're covering a press conference. The counterpart to the other publication shows up, and they're dressed as Dan Lanning. You're just looking over going, oh, you brought some attitude to Halloween. This is so great. No, you're looking I, over and you're going, really? I, I don't think I'd have a strong take on it. I, I, don't. Di- I, I know you. You're too petty. I'm too petty? You're too petty. You, you think if, like, if a radio competitor of ours showed up at a Blazer press conference and made Joe Cronin laugh by dressing up as Joe Cronin, I'd have an issue with it? It's not the same. We're talking about beat writers. Okay. okay. I, I, just, I don't have a big it's issue It's a different with capacity it. than what we're doing. You just sure. said it's a different thing. I do think it's a different thing, yeah, but I don't think I would mm-hmm. be that petty. Do you think he's now going to give that reporter more quotes because he dressed up as him? He's going to give him inside access because no. he dressed up as him for Halloween? I wouldn't be worried about that. It's just more of like the, what? You're dressing up as somebody you're covering? Like, <laughs> don't, don't you lose a little? Is there, is there no objectivity lost at all there? Not in my opinion, no. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I don't think so. All right. I, I, we could put this up as a poll question. I don't know how people feel about it, but no, well, I don't. I, I don't think people largely care because people hate the media. <laughs> but I, I, it's interesting. Uh, Melsack questions. I'm definitely no duck fan, so you know where this is coming from. But you criticize everyone else's resume much harsher. So other than the one win over a decent UCLA team at home, no less. What do the Ducks have to hang their hat on? This uh, is a non-duck fan a asking non-duck this question. Fan. Well, I think the resume thing is. Um, and maybe they're a Beaver fan, so the, the counter is like yesterday. You're like, well, who are the Beavers' best win? And you say Washington State because they, they couldn't get a fourth and seven stop on USC. And, uh, you know, after they, they come up short against Utah at Utah when their quarterback is playing like absolute dog crap. I think it just, it's just honesty. I, I don't know if it comes off as bias, but it's just like there is not a better win than UCLA for Oregon State. For anybody in the conference, there's nobody that comes close to it. They dominated a top 10 team. Well, Utah has a pretty good win against USC. Sure. And they needed a, a two point team. conversion to win the game at the end. I'm but saying, we're not, you don't stack the way you win. It's just the win is the win, right? Oh, I, I do. We do that for, yeah. I think the way you win the game is a part of that, is it not? I, in what way? Just like the way you view it? Well, yeah, I think winning uh, winning a game convincingly and being up 38-13 to 13 and running away with it and covering oh, a spread easily that, is yeah. different than trailing most of the game and coming from behind and leading for five seconds and sure, but the leading resu- a two-point conversion the resume, the game. You don't write that on the resume. The resume just says win top 10 opponent. Sure, but right? I think when you're judging the nuance of a resume of a college football team, mm-hmm. I, I do look at that, how you won the game. So you want resume to say team you beat and then like it. That's why we heard you the nine other times you said it. So you want it to say team you beat and then, like, uh, almost like a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, sub a sub paragraph. <laughs> How did the game go? Yeah, outrushed. Like what? Like just uh, on surface level, what is a, a more yeah. impressive win? Oregon over UCLA or Utah over USC? What were you more impressed by watching the games? I was more impressed with Oregon. Why? Because they they dominated. So there's a difference. Yeah. Okay.
So I, that's where I, I think Oregon's win over UCLA is better than what uh, Utah over USC is close, but Utah's got two losses on the year. True. So that's why we criticize their resume a little bit more. I can't believe they lost to Florida. No, USC's best win on the year is Washington State, probably, which Oregon State, probably now that they're ranked it's in the Oregon, top 25. It's, it's Oregon State. So yeah. Oregon State's their best win, which and that's a good win. Yeah. 17 14 on the road, tough place to play. But it doesn't compare to beating a top 10 team by the resume. So no. these things can change, right? Utah's going to have a chance against Oregon. Uh, USC's going to have a chance against UCLA. Oregon State's going to have chances against Oregon and Washington. So things will evolve as the year goes on. But right now, as resumes go, I, that's that's why we prop that one up a little bit more than the other ones. Um, all right, we got some extra ones there. We're not going to have time for it. We're a little long here. Let's talk about the World Series. And a note out of the NFL that I found interesting, uh, give you an indication on coaching. And do we agree with it? That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Peter Jailbird said, Sprague's not mad at the reporter. He's mad at his dad. Another one said, my new favorite thing is Sprague telling swag. We heard Jim about going long. Oh, Jesus, dude, like <laughs> seven times in a span of 10 seconds doesn't change it. Uh, and they can hear him faintly in the background because he's yelling because he can't is uh, to us thing is not working. Yeah, we can't talk back. Somebody said, so you're saying that should absolutely take into account in a 49 to three loss. Like, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, I, there's a difference in losses and wins. I think that's the toughest part I have with Oregon right now. I tend to be somewhere in the middle. Like, you get the crowd that's like, oh, it was week one. Oregon's way better, which is true. And then you get the crowd that's like, uh, who is it, Emmanuel Acho and Booger. Like, oh, you can't overcome that. They're out of the running now. It's like, well, the truth can be somewhere in the middle. Like, I can't just forget that it happened. But you did lose a game on your schedule by 46 points. Like, that is technically a part of your resume. There's, there's nuance there. It's not easy to do. We did have a listener, P1 Tyler. He wanted us to come out with our own top 25 to highlight how hard it is to put together an actual top 25 and where we think they would be ranked before the playoff. Mm. That's a lot of time and effort. I don't know if I'm willing to do that, but I do agree that it is very hard to rank 25 teams looking at resumes and wins and losses and you know conferences and all that crap. Not well, easy. We're do. not on the committee, though, so proving they, there's no point proven there. No. Um, so the World Series got rained out last night in Philly. You know, game two was the highest rated thing that happened on Saturday. 
I think they benefited a ton from blowouts. That yeah, after, college football didn't have a great day. That afternoon slate of base, uh, football games was terrible. You had Tennessee killed Kentucky. Yeah. You had the Oklahoma State getting drubbed by Kansas. Like those were supposed to be the big games of the evening or early evening. Uh, and they were just horrendous football games. I do think, though, it was kind of a miracle for him last night. I don't know about you. Like for me, it didn't impact me because I don't have kids. I'm not going trick or treating. Like I'm not leaving the house. I just you think about how many eyeballs you're losing across the country for parents that are trick or treating. And that are out and like aren't sitting in their home on a Monday night. I thought you said this because of football. Well, that's part of it too. Yeah, I mean you don't have to. I mean even though that game ended up being a dud, that game was awful. Uh, and I would hope that people would turn that thing off and turn on a World Series game. But I just like playing a game on on Halloween for your champion, a very pivotal game too, right? Series is tied a game apiece. You're going to game three, like that's an important game in your series. And now you get it tonight as a stand. Like what else is going on tonight? Maction. Uh, yeah, there's heavy Maction. Maction. Western NBA Michigan, baby. NBA doubleheader on TNT. Okay. Come on. Let's right, go. Hey, hey, get your Maction on. What's the NBA doubleheader tonight? I think uh, Warriors and Heat's first up, and then oh, the T-Wolves and Suns is the late game. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a pretty those entertaining game. games. Yeah, that's on an entertaining paper. night. You put those on the iPad, put them on a second screen, but I do I do think it was a bullet dodge because I just I don't know how many – I don't know how parents would have watched that game. Uh, they Until you get back, right? They, they wouldn't have. They would have just, hey, it's the fourth inning. I missed. What's the score? Yeah, right. <laughs> there watching. probably would have been jokes of like, hey, I only missed three innings. Yeah. How about that? All right, we were gone for two hours, and it's only the bottom of the second. Is the weather supposed to be significantly better today? Like what? Yeah, I think the Is the rain. Yeah, they had a they had a big storm coming through. They there was no time to really get it started. They didn't want to start and stop. So fortunately, they did this better than they did that night at New York, where they called it off at. 10.45 at night or whatever. Well, they could have played the game if they had a dome. So. Uh, looks like today we have only a 4% chance of pre- uh, precipitation. Oh, that's good. And it is going to be 63 degrees. And this helps Philly, right? Doesn't this yes. help their pitching staff? It yeah, they didn't huge... have to do a bullpen game. They were going to go with uh, Noah Syndergaard yesterday, and now they get to pitch Ranger Suarez in game three instead of game four. Did you see Verlander got off the bus and he got heckled as soon as he got off the bus? He just flipped him the bird. Like, bro. Flipping the bird, huh? Classy. I'm a diehard Phils fan. The father Isn't of that uh, how you usually get welcome to Philly? Yeah. I think it is, yeah. That's the way it usually works. Uh, diehard Phils fan, father of a seven-year-old. That rain out saved my day. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Matt, like, if you're, like, think if your team's playing in the World Series and yeah. it's Halloween. What do you say? Hey, honey, you take the kids to go trick-or-treating. I'm going to sit here and watch the game. What happened last year? Did it just get timed? I know this year's been extended because of the, the, the negotiation stuff, but, like, baseball usually ends – did it end well before Halloween last year, or was it just the off night, no game? I'm going to see if I, I can pull I it I couldn't out. remember the schedule from last year, but I was wondering how that kind of compared to what uh, last year was, despite the work stoppage. All right, hold had. on. Let me pull it up. 2021 Braves, they played the playoffs. It's like a game. No, they played on Halloween night last night, too. It was on a Sunday night. And I, I now I remember that because I went trick-or-treating with my niece and nephew on Halloween, so what and I, think I missed I, the game. What I think I did was hit pause. I think I paused my live TV. Okay. Now, the, the, here's the benefit for you. That was game, what would it have been, game five. And yep. they were already up 3-1 in the series. Yeah. And so there's always that fear like you could blow a 3-1 seriously. They did lose that game at and home. And they went back to Houston. Went back to Houston on November 2nd, and they won the World Series. But, uh, yeah, they did play last year on Halloween night, too. So, uh, yeah, I thought they dodged a bullet last night. We get a standalone baseball game tonight. I'm excited about that. Um, let's let's close up. we got some poll questions we need to answer. And uh, football note, we'll wrap it up next on The Fam. <laughs> Hey, Rust is in here. Uh, welcome back in. 848, Game 3 of the World Series tonight. We'll close up with that. Uh, there, I saw this report. The World Cup's right around the corner, and there's a big E60 piece coming out about all the 
horrible stuff that has happened behind the scenes. There's also, I guess, a Netflix documentary. I don't know if it's out or if it's coming out. Basically about how uh, Qatar Cutter got the World Cup and all the bribes and how just shady all that stuff is. I saw this, that uh, there are or- the organizers of the World Cup in Qatar, they're paying groups of fans to travel to the tournament. So they're paying for their airfare. They're paying for their hotel. And the return policy that you have to pay in back is that you uh, basically have to post positive comments on social media. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> they've also, they're super homophobic over there. So they've said, gay people, you're allowed to come, but don't, oh. don't be openly gay. Oh, okay. They also have some kind of like app that helps you navigate the area, but people are worried it's going to hack into your data and sell all your data information. I'll ask you this, Swag, because I, I, I've seen people talk about this World Cup, and we're just, what, a couple weeks away here. November 20th, I believe. Yeah, so we're just a starts. few weeks away. The World Cup is, you know, it's such a huge event. How, how am I supposed to feel about this event? Because, like, this is one of those very yeah, unique ones of... Uh, yeah, there, there's certainly, I mean, you know, FIFA's been pretty... There's all sorts of stories of crookedness and stuff all over the, you know, throughout its history, but this one's... <laughs> especially see me horrible this one's very well documented so yeah uh it's a, it's a great event and you know you you want to take it in but yeah there's you certainly feel dirty i think watching this one this time like for all the backlash that live golf got and there was a lot of backlash and some of it accurate for uh very uh reasonable purposes mm-hmm. uh, I, I hope that that same vitriol is there for the world cup yeah. Like this is this is horrible stuff, and I I am gonna look. I get it. Everybody gets involved. USA, like we chant. Like I, the Olympics I are always dirty too, and the we Olympics just are. always yeah. put the flag. So first, can right? you car- compartmentalize it like you normally yeah. do, and just flip on the game on TV and take in the game? And it's I think the easy thing for a lot of sports fans, and they're probably going to do this because I I can't imagine that people aren't going to watch the World Cup. Is how are you going to fit this into your schedule though? I mean, it's going on in football season. Yes, but it's also due to the time zone. Your games it plays are at random. Times, I think are right? like at six. 6 a.m., 9 a.m., and noon. So, like, we'll come in and we'll have World Cup on the TV as we yes. do on the radio show. That's kind of nice. And, you know, it's no different, I think, than, in, like, people that are going to be able to watch this and, you know, wave the flag and be happy for whatever country they're rooting for. They're easily responds to people like us going, hey, is this going to be a, a moral dilemma for you? They're just going to counteract with anything in football, right? Yeah. I mean, how, Yeah. Kyrie Irving is playing basketball and he's spreading hate. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There, there's moral. LeBron James is doing a live stream and denouncing his cowboy fandom, and in the same live stream saying morally it's not right. They didn't allow kneeling during the Colin Kaepernick stuff, <laughs> so I'm going to choose to be a Cleveland Brown fan. <laughs> morally, the Cle- the Cowboys are not good for me, but the Cleveland Browns are. Like, you got to draw the line somewhere. There's man. hypocrisy all over sports, and I, I think we're going to do this when the World Cup starts. Yeah, it's tough to compare, like, uh, murdering people in slave labor, though. Like but, that- but it's not, you know, in the other way, it's also not fair to you and I or Swag or anybody else that loves soccer. It's Is it fair to us no. that the event is happening and that, like, we're supposed to be the gatekeepers of this thing? Because, yeah. like, is us not watching, is that going to change the corruption? No. Okay. So, like, it sucks. And it's, it's like awful. what Thorns fans went through. It's like, why is it up to us to boycott a game to get an owner out when we just want to support our team who might go win a championship? And lo and behold, they went and won a championship. It is, yeah. That's it's a difficult spot to be in. I just, I saw, I'm going to watch the E60Ps because I'm curious about that. I have not seen the, I don't know if the Netflix thing is out yet or if it's coming out right before, but 
Uh, it's one of those, I keep, every time I'm watching a football game on Fox, I feel like they show 30,000 ads for it. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's right. World Cup's coming. Yeah. John yeah. Ham's all No, there's television. certainly a level of disappointment that it's actually, it went there. One that, you know, it got moved to this time of the year. It's normally in the summer and just, yeah. I think soccer fan would prefer that it didn't obviously occur in the manner that it has. Like, let me ask you this. Somebody said all uh, the games for the USA will be on at 11 a.m. local time. Yeah. Sounds about right. I know their first game is on Black Friday. I don't know if they play Saturday, Sunday, what the schedule is. It's usually you get like three or four days off in between them. Oh, okay. Because there's like eight groups. I was going to so... say, if there's like a Sunday 11 a.m. World Cup game, I put on the iPad. Go iPad. Yeah. I got the red zone on my big screen. I put on the iPad and throw it on the little screen. Hear the Vuvuzelas and... Hey, I don't know what uh, what noisemakers they may have. I don't think they're allowed to make any noise. They're gonna, you get taken out if you make noise. I think you're allowed to do anything in that country. No. Uh, how long until the month of November or in your, uh, until you're in Christmas mode? 74% of you say after Thanksgiving. Uh, you buying that? Yeah. No. You buying that? No. You said you're in it 10 days. 10 days. Give me 10 days. I'm there, baby. I heard Russ singing Mariah Carey. Uh, game three tonight. I'm go- I'm switching my picks. Switcheroo. Flip-flopping. Yeah. I'm going Phils. Give me Phils. Yeah. Swag. I like the Phils tonight, too. <laughs> All right. That was like a mini dick guy. So, uh... Who wins? Dick or God? A surely, a surely bet the opposite of the these bus. Yes. Bet the opposite. Bet the opposite. Uh, there you go. That'll do it for us. We have Brandon Marcello on at 24-7 Sports. You can go check that interview at Turton Sprague and at 1080 The Fan. 1080TheFan.com. And uh, it was a fun little show. So uh, thank you for tuning in on a Tuesday, as always. We love each and every one of you. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.